Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ. Living Orthodoxy is the parish podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to Jesus Christ. This evening, I want to speak, first of all, to the altar boys, and second of all, to the rest of you. Um, something that I have been thinking about for a while and noticing about myself and as I work with the altar boys uh, notice in our practice and, and maybe this applies to you, maybe it doesn't, but I've been thinking about what does it mean to offer our bodies as living sacrifices to God in worship, in, in the services themselves. And there are a number of ways that we do that. But I'm thinking of uh, Romans chapter 12, beginning with verse 1, where St. Paul writes, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, the first 11 chapters of Romans are St. Paul explaining the mercies of God for us, in view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So among the many ways that this verse from St. Paul applies to our lives, one of those is in our worship, actually offering our bodies in worship, not just our minds, not just our spirits, but physically offering ourselves to God. And we do that in a number of ways. During the services, uh, we stand, we've been standing, uh, we kneel, uh, at times we sit, and why do we do that? That's not a rhetorical question. Altar boys, why do we stand in worship? Any idea? Gabriel? Why do we stand? Who are we coming before? Who are we coming before? The King of kings and the Lord of lords. And in ancient times, and still in some places around the world that have monarchies, who sits? The king sits on the throne. And what does everyone else do? They stand or they prostrate themselves or they bow their heads in submission, right? And so we come and we stand. Now there's other traditions within the Orthodox Church that sit at different times during the service. Our practice here is to, if we're able, to stand for the whole service. There are, there are times where we kneel outside of the Paschal season, right? We kneel during the consecration of the gifts, for example. Why are we doing that? Out of humility, out of repentance, out of reverence for what's happening. The Holy Spirit coming and the, the bread and the wine becoming the body and blood of Christ. The, the, the pinnacle moment of the liturgy where except during Pascha we're kneeling. On weekdays we kneel in humility, in reverence. We engage our bodies. Why do we engage our bodies? Because we are bringing all of ourselves to God in worship. What are other ways that we do that? We sing, we pray, we say prayers out loud, right? Why not just say it in our heads? Some traditions, the people do remain quiet and they listen to the choir, to the chanters. But why do we sing? Because God has given us this beautiful instrument to offer it to Him. Again, not just as minds 
trapped in bodies, but our whole self, including our body, being offered to him. We make the sign of the cross. Right? We do that multiple times during the service, or we should. Right? When we hear the reference of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that includes the altar boys in the altar. That includes all of us, right? When we hear the reference to the Trinity, when we hear the, the thrice holy hymn in the liturgy, and many of us do it at multiple other times um, during the services. There's an, there are cues for us during the services that, again, call us to this sense of, hey, we need to pay attention. And one of those, the, the nice way to say that is, let us attend. Or I think Father James says it, let us be attentive. Or maybe a more modern street version would be, hey, pay attention, right? Hey, why? Listen up, y'all, if you're from the South. Father John Parker probably says it that way. Listen up, y'all. Why? Because while the whole service is important, the whole time that we're together, we're offering our bodies, our hearts, our minds, our souls. There's something unique. There's something special that's about to happen. Like, for example, the hearing of the epistle reading, the hearing of the gospel reading. And that's paired with stand upright. Why are we given those commands? Why do the priests or the deacons say those things? Not simply because, well, they're written in the book and you just have to say them. But because, in the wisdom of the church, we know that offering our bodies as living sacrifices to God is fatiguing. It is hard sometimes. Sometimes our minds drift off, our bodies hurt, and we start thinking of other things. And it's a way to draw us back in, to be attentive, to stand upright, to pay attention. Look, something very special is about to happen. There's one, and this is my last comment, there's one in particular, uh, one of these instructions for us to physically engage our bodies that uh, catches my attention, and that is bow your heads unto the Lord. Bow your heads unto the Lord. And I notice sometimes in the altar, our altar boys, when bow your heads to the Lord comes about, many of them are still doing this. They're not bowing their heads. They're keeping their heads upright. And I think probably because we're just, it, the priest says it over and over again. We don't think about it. It just happens. But actually, that's a call for all of us to actually do that physically. Bow your heads to the Lord. Great Vespers, we heard it tonight. It's in the liturgy as well. I want to read for you again the prayer that we heard tonight that was prayed out loud so that we could hear it. And I want you to think about who is this prayer being prayed for? Think about that as I read this. O Lord our God, who didst bow the heavens and come down for the salvation of mankind, look upon thy servants and thine inheritance. For unto thee, the fearful judge, who yet lovest mankind, have thy servants bowed their heads and submissively inclined their necks, awaiting not help from men, but entreating thy mercy and looking confidently for thy salvation. Guard them at all times, both during this present evening and in the approaching night, from every foe, from all adverse powers of the devil, and from vain thoughts and from evil imaginations. So who is the priest 
praying for, according to that prayer. One of the altar boys. Joaquin? All of us, yes. There's a particular descriptor in there, though, of us. Those, your servants who... The servants, right, who are bowing our heads, right, and submissively inclining our necks. Now, when you come before the king and you bow your head in reverence to him as you incline your neck, what are you, are you, are you ready to defend yourself? No, yourself before him because he could take his sword and just go, you wouldn't even see it coming. I am putting myself completely at his service. So this prayer really is for those who are bowing their heads and inclining their necks, who are physically engaging their bodies in this. Now, what about the rest of us? It's probably for us, too. It's probably for us, too. So may we offer our bodies as living sacrifices and pay attention to the cues that come to us during the services and actually engage ourselves in what we're being called to for the sake of our own salvation. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. For more information about St. Philip Orthodox Church, visit us online at st-philip.net.